Hey, all you women in medicine, it's time for another Dr. Me First episode. This is a podcast all about authentic conversations between us, female physicians. And through our conversations, I hope to bring you encouragement, inspiration, hope, and fun to your life and your practice. So no more feeling alone in medicine because you have now found the community of true speakers, lifesavers, and fierce females who are supporting one another. I'm Dr. Erin Wiseman, your colleague in medicine and coach in life, and this is episode number 22. In today's episode, I am talking with Dr. C. Nicole Swinner. Dr. Swinner is what she goes by, and her word is superwomen. And I think that you are really going to be intrigued with her approach to changing the mentality that we all must be superwomen in all aspects of our life. So join in, listen to our conversation, and then stick around afterwards for that kick of encouragement that I know is always so much fun to bring to you all. So here we go. Hey, this is Dr. Erin Wiseman, and I am back with a very special guest. Let her tell you a little bit about herself. Hey, <laughs> I'm Dr. Swiner. Thank you so much, Erin. Uh, right before we started recording, we were laughing because I, I actually feel like I've known Erin for a while now. Social media is, is, is crazy. It's great. You know, it connects you with people. You see their profile pics and their pics of their families and all that. And you're like, I feel like I know her. This is actually our first official time talking. So I appreciate you. That's all right. Um, you're my secret BFF. You just don't You are too. I know it. We're besties. Um, but I am Nicole Swiner. I hail originally from Charleston, South Carolina, but I live and work and raise my family in Durham, North Carolina, the Bull City. Um, which we, uh, we uh, love uh, to be in, so we'll probably never leave. Um, but <laughs> uh, I am still a full-time family physician. Um, I co-own a practice here in Durham called Durham Family Medicine. But like uh, Dr. Aaron, I, over the last couple of years, particularly as my kids have come onto the scene and have been growing, have been trying to figure out this whole work-life balance, work-life integration, trying not to be a superwoman. And so we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, I started venturing out probably, my oldest is seven now, probably shortly after she was born, I started venturing out into the writing realm. So just writing about my journey as a working mom and wife and female physician, um, talking about stress and how that affects the body so that it was not only easier to talk about these things with my patients, but then reminding myself that I need to take care of myself. So with that, I kind of became this quote-unquote superwoman complex expert, did some writing, and I'm into kind of the speaking and publishing realm now with that. So I'm sure we'll get into all that, but that's kind of me in a nutshell. You are amazing. You are a superwoman. Thank you. How are you all? (laughs) I have been Facebook stalking you. And I think LinkedIn, too, is where I get into most of your stuff as well. But I was so excited when you signed up for a podcast. And this is a shout out to everybody else. If you're listening to this, you just sign Mm -hmm. up. Is it not super easy to sign up and then get on the phone or get on Zoom with me and talk it over? So anybody who has MD or DO behind their freaking name, (laughs) and if you come up with one word to talk about, you do get your ass on this podcast because I love podcasts. So it connects such cool people in this kind of a way. I, I love podcasts. Well, I think too, it, it's, it's, it just is so authentic because honestly, how I talk to you here is how I'm going to talk to you in the grocery store or wherever. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of it is that 
you know, we can show up and be ourselves and say what we want to say. Or if you want to be real polished and all that kind of business, you go for it. But no matter, it's a great medium for this. So I love your word today. One, because I love your work, but also because I um, definitely am a superhero geek. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love me from Batman. I think I dressed up like him for at least two Halloweens as a child. I and, love it. Uh, Wonder not Woman. Not girl, but Batman. Batman. I, love it. I wanted to be the man. And um, <laughs> Wonder Woman is a huge character. Between my daughter and I, we always tell each other we're Wonder Woman. And yeah. I, too have suffered from superwoman complex. I think that's why I relate so much with your writings because um, years ago, like after I had my first child, people would tell me I was superwoman. You know, I was a first year resident, kicking ass, taking names. At least I thought I was doing that right. until I hit the wall, until I absolutely hit the wall with this. So tell me, tell me about anything super, superwoman related. So you talk about hitting the wall. I hit the floor. Um, hmm, that's a tweetable. I'm going to remember that. I hit the floor, literally. In clinic, uh, my, my oldest baby was four to six months. I was back to work after maternity leave. Again, you know, doing all the things, you know, succeeding, running the practice, seeing all these patients, keeping a happy husband at home. Like, I thought I was doing it. Getting the groceries, uh, answering getting the groceries, pages. yes. PTA meetings, I was there, boom, 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 dance. Well, my, my, my baby wasn't old enough to be in dance, but that's what I'm doing. Now. Stupid Kinder music and all that shit that all they the sign stuff, up for. All the things, mom and baby, you know, play group. Um, doing all the things that, you know, we're told we're supposed to do, and that's just part of life, and you get back to work and do what you got to do. Breastfeeding, not sleeping, all that. Mm -hmm. um, talking to a patient, finishing up a routine visit, feeling happy, feeling good grabbed my, my laptop with my right arm, felt it kind of go numb, felt it kind of slipping, can't hold my laptop. And I kind of quickly usher the patient out of the room. Okay, okay, I'll see you in two to three months. Okay, see you later. My nurse looks at me. I seemingly slur my speech. Don't remember that. And boom, went down. Boom, pass out. Um, so that literally... <laughs> <laughs> was my knocked you on your butt knocked me on my butt bottom mo hit hit the bottom moment when I was like you know what maybe I'm not getting enough rest maybe I'm trying to push to see too many patients maybe this maybe that my husband my father everybody's concerned we're talking about stress that literally is where all this superwoman's talk came from my my father sent me a Newsweek article on women in the workplace and how we are stressing ourselves all the way out because we want to be all do all etc I said, you know what? I preach this all the time to my patients about how to fix their high blood pressure, how to sleep better, exercise, doing all these wonderful things for balance, and I'm doing none of these things, and something is wrong with that. So that's literally where the writing came out of. Um, so being a superwoman, generally we take, we see as a compliment. You know, we, that's a pat on the back, like, yeah, girl, you're doing it. Um, you know, you're the Beyonce of your world. But it, in, in, in the medical field, in the mental health field, we know that's all wrong, mm -hmm. all backwards, all negative. Um, we're not taking good care of ourselves. We're taking care of all these other people, all these other burdens, uh, fulfilling all these requirements by, that put on, put, up, put on us by both society, but also mostly by ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to be this way. I have to succeed. I have to achieve, um, which, which you know, makes you a wonderful doctor, mm -hmm. you know, makes you a wonderful physician, a wonderful medical provider. But as a human being, a person taking care of yourself, it's completely wrong. So, yeah. 
until you totally burn yourself out. <laughs> and then you got to recover from all of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's amazing too. Um, having come through that too, I feel like we have a, a shared thread as far as that, like, I feel like now that I've kind of worked through that and realized that that was my own pressure that I'm putting on myself, realize mm -hmm. that there are things culturally I can say no to, like when the PTO wants me to sell yet another candy bar or whatever Thank that you. I'm just give them $20 in an envelope and say, Thank you. Now. <laughs> you know, that I now have the courage, confidence and bravery to step out on that. I think I'm more of a superwoman than right. when I really was serving everyone else. That's right. And thank God you have the means to that, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I feel sad for, for, you know, a lot of women, particularly single moms or don't moms that don't wives and moms that don't have a lot of good support, but yes, we are blessed enough where, you know, if we you want to donate to that cause that we're able to either give money or defer a little bit and say, okay, well, I can't do it now, but maybe next year type of a thing. Um, and I want to empower more women to be able to say that, to say no more or no, not right now and be able to do those things that make them happier. Yeah. Or instead of two, I know, um, just changing the verbiage instead of saying, I don't have time. Cause you know, we all want to give that excuse or, you know, kind of skirt around it. Just say, this is not a priority. And first though, you have mm -hmm. to know what is a priority in your life. And I think that right. is a huge thing to confronting the superwoman complex is realizing that all is not sustainable so that you have to prioritize. Mm -hmm. Just like if we're in a triage situation, you know, some big disaster or maybe even just in the office setting. Okay. You got a chest pain in room two and you got an ingrown toenail in room one, which you go into. You know, right. it's about setting those priorities and we're good with that in everything else in our lives, except ourselves. Correct. Correct. And it's about, and I'm so glad that you're preaching this because it is time for to say, no, I am enough and I am a priority and mm -hmm. I am going to make some priorities in my life. Yep. And it's because I love myself, but also because I love you. Like I love you, you know, other people I'm taking care of enough to take care of myself so that I'm a happier person when I come into the room. <laughs> and when we engage, I'm ready. I have the energy to do those things we want to do together to have fun or get those things done. You're, you know, you're, you're actually doing it for those people too. It, it matters. I always tell people one of the exercises that I have them do when they're um, talking about like their family or like the latest, um, like think, you know, even though this podcast come out later, we just had Thanksgiving. So I always have people just to do like a self-reflection, like an internal awareness is get your cell phone out. Look at those family pictures that you took that you're in. What is that woman right there thinking? What is she saying? You know, mm, in that moment cool. right now, is she mindful? Is she grateful? Is she joyful? Is she resentful? Is she pissed exhausted? Off? <laughs> exhausted? Like what, look at that picture that you most recently did from the holidays and what is in that woman's mind. And mm. I think when we can get a visual and look into that, it really is really telling. I know I look back through, you know, when I, during my superwoman stage, when I was making shutterfly books for every freaking thing and I right. look at those pictures, <laughs> I look at that woman that, Aaron Wiseman, who, you know, from years ago, I'm like, she was tired. She mm -hmm. was real, real tired. Yep. She wasn't asking for help. She wasn't saying no when it mattered. Yep. Absolutely. 
she was getting a gun, given 110% and negative 110% for herself. So That's right. And it's been years since I've done a Shutterfly holiday card. Because just, you know, I was doing it when the kids were first born. I was on it. Like, you know, I was making books, sending it to the in-laws, the grandparents. That was their gifts. And out the three-pager uh, holiday cards with everybody's updates and bios every year. Please. That's what social media is for. Yeah. Get to see well, all those pictures. And that's too, like... Like I personally, that brings me energy. So every right, year right. I do one of those, but yeah. I have let go of things that don't bring me energy. Like those Shutterfly books, they don't bring me no energy. I mean, <laughs> even now I look at them, I'm like, eh, that's all right, but we can when go. Was last time you looked at it. Yeah, I picked it yeah. up. Right. Well, I can go back in the cloud and look at those pictures too, just as Correct. well as spent the money on those, those pictures or whatever. But yeah, it's about finding what brings you that energy, what, you know, those activities that are, are the priority. Step me through from the time that you hit the floor to <laughs> the time that you realized, Hey, this is something, this is, this is what other women need. Yeah. Um, I mean, I literally think it was that moment. And then the follow-up with that is when my father, my father is very, um, He's, he's very reserved, um, wonderful father, you know, uh, is, is quiet, but then speaks when it's really important, shows his, his love and, and, and his actions and not necessarily his words. But when he spoke up about stress, I knew it was a problem <laughs> because again, you know, he was the, the go get him. So proud of you. You're doing all these great things type of a supportive father. And for him, I'm very traditional. For him to say, hey, I see you doing all these wonderful things, but I think you might be doing too much. That, that was when I was like, you know what? This is probably, this is a big deal because he usually would not say things like that. He's the go get them, go achieve kind of a father. Um, so I think the combination of those two things, and then I think having, having the child, now having a baby, a daughter who was now uh, going to be raised in my home watching me, I was her role model and mentor. I didn't want to model that, that burnout, you know, that burnt out, irritable, always tired, always angry mom coming home, not having energy to give love and, and do those things for my family when I got home. I didn't want to model that for her. Um, so I think it was the combination of all those things, um, you know, first initiated by literally hitting the floor and then having to go see a neurologist and figure out why all that happened. Um, was the, the impetus for this whole superwoman movement that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to create. But isn't it funny too? I don't know if you did this, but I definitely did. Like, I was like, kids aren't going to change me. I'm still going to do mm -hmm. it all. Mm -hmm. And I can even say I'll that. I'll strap them onto my back and they'll just ride yep, with me. Right? Yep. Yeah. We're going to haul them into the hospital, put them in the supply closet while I go do an H&P. <laughs> I was the same thing. I think it was probably about the time that my oldest was like starting to become like aware, like where mommy at or, right. you know, asking those questions that I had that kind of epiphany with my children to be like, I don't want them to have to ask where I'm at. I don't, yep. I don't want them to see me so exhausted that as soon as I come in the door, they like run because she's home. She's probably mad about something. I'll tell you what, you just reminded me of something. When my baby, when my oldest was probably like 18 months to two year old, two years old. Um, so, you know, you're coming in, you, you got your lap, you know, you have dinner real quick. You got your laptop out. You got to hurry to finish those notes and then got to sign them. And then you might be calling to get some lab results or something like that. Literally, I'm sitting on the couch with my phone kind of tucked between my ear and my shoulder. 
and my I see my baby picking up her play phone and doing the same thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, 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 no. So I like, <laughs> like immediately put my phone down, like, nope, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to feel like this is what it is to be a mommy or a woman. You're always on your phone, always working. So let me let me refocus. I had that too with my middle. He came and put his hands on my cheeks and he said, Mommy, just look at me. Just look oh. at me, mommy. Because yeah, I was doing heart. the same thing. I was doing notes after hours. Like, yep. it did. It broke me. It mm-hmm. broke me. And you know, that's the sad thing. I think about all these moments now. Why couldn't I just had one epiphany? I mean, I took multiple, multiple, multiple hits like this to get it through my head. That you, know, hey, you finally hey. got it. That's the point. Yeah, right? exactly. So you I encourage anybody out there who's relating to our story right now that it's not too late. It's not too late. Even if your babies are not babies anymore, it's not too late, you know, to make some changes or at least have the awareness to say something's not right. Um, You know, if they're gravitating with this superwoman complex Mm -hmm. to know that it's okay. It's okay. We all struggle and go through this. All of us. Don't you think community was such a, a, is a big help, like having women around you who, understand this huge huge particularly on social media i mean that's one of the 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 great positives like i said you know we've been uh we met and have communicated via social media on Mm -hmm. facebook there are many many groups um you know for particularly for physicians um things like uh, PMG, the physician mommy group and mocha medicine for women of color and, um, local things like I'm part of a group, a PMG, I think has a little subgroup here called, uh, triangle PMG, you know, uh, physician entrepreneur, you know, finding those groups. Um, oh, I'm going to shout out my, my, my own group thinking about quitting medicine. We'll shout them out. Um, my partner, um, and myself, uh, Dr. Manny St. Victor, uh, we talk about these types of things. And I've written some books on the topic. But yes, finding your tribe, your squad, your like-minded people, your avatar. You know, we talk about avatars, people that are like, that mirror ourselves and are in our audience that we want to reach um, is, is amazingly important. Especially if you don't have a lot of time. Yeah, if you have time to join local groups and actually go to meetups and go to meetings and, and all of these things, that's great. Have coffee with, with girlfriends and colleagues, that's good. But if you don't necessarily have all that time and you just want to connect on social media, that's the plus it's um, huge. of having things like that. Mm-hmm. I've shared it before. I'm the only female physician in my area. And so that's one big thing. A shout out for mine is the Dr. Me First group where mm-hmm. we get together online and it, it's, it's sometimes it turns into like coffee and sometimes it's a therapy session, but Absolutely. it's so important that you you know, because we put on this armor, we played up. And the problem is, if you never take that off, you start rotting underneath. But you have mm. to be in a trusting, supporting place, you know, as a physician to remove that armor and to show your wounds and your hurts and have that, you're right, have that reflected back to you by somebody who knows that hurt and can That's help, right. you know, heal with that. And so I That's encourage right. again anybody out there who is like, man, I need this. We are here. What are some great ways for people to get in contact with you as far as if they're looking for that community or if they're resonating with their, your story or they just want to hang out with you like I do? <laughs> Come hang out. Um, so I'm at Doc Swiner everywhere, D-O-C-S-W-I-N-E-R. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I love Instagram. Instagram's probably my favorite right now just because I love Insta stories and sharing pictures and all that. 
Um, but the other thing that I started this year, Dr. Aaron, um, which kind of could go hand in hand with your Dr. Me First group, is I've created what's called the Superwoman Survival Group. Um, and I did that on Facebook. So that's a, a private group on Facebook. So you can find Superwoman Survival Group there, um, which also has a monthly subscription box for self-care. And that's actually been really fun. I've enjoyed, mm-hmm. I probably enjoyed that more than the members have. Probably have about 20 good active members consistently over the last year. Um, but it's been fun because not only do I send you a monthly subscription box, with self, you know, three to four self-care items per month that's, that are a surprise. I pick them out and don't tell you what they are. Send them to you. But we also have a lot of good engagement um, on the group page. We talk, you know, the tribe. We're building this mm-hmm. woman survival tribe um, with other women that are like-minded. Um, we do monthly meetups social through uh, virtual uh, mm-hmm. social media. And you get free quarterly meetups with me. Um, so just like I'm talking to Dr. Dr. Aaron right now on Zoom and all of that, we meet one-on-one to talk about what is ailing you, whatever, from a mental health perspective, from a entrepreneurship perspective, um, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, relationship. I love talking about, you know, happy marriages and relationships and all that too. So um, that's probably been my, my biggest um, uh, funness thing this past year. And then lastly, just as another shameless plug, I have an annual women's empowerment um, event that I put on in the new year called New Year, New You. Um, it comes every January. This is our fourth year doing it here in the Raleigh-Durham area. So if you're interested in looking into that, please contact me on social media. Um, and that is uh, what we're all talking about right now is what we talk about. So we have a keynote, a uh, female uh, uh, entrepreneur that's a keynote. We have panelists that talk about um, this year, I'm going to talk about hip. I'm a huge hip hop fan, so hip hop and health, and how the two are merging mm-hmm. and helping one each other, one another out. And um, we have food, we have fun, we have music. So you know, come to to Durham if you've ever been to the Triangle. It's beautiful, it's fun, lots of arts, culture, and music. So come hang out with us. That's January the 12th um, in the new year, 2019. So uh, look for me on social media for more information on that too. Well, I'm going to come crash your party then and put it on the calendar. Come, come, come. <laughs> I love it. So much fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And everybody out there, help is available for those who ask. If you haven't yet, go check out Dr. Swinner's survival um, box, the Superwoman survival kit. I was just poking around on it, looking at all the amazing gifts that she gets, the one-on-one check-ins that you do, the online support. And I think it is an amazing product and would recommend it to anybody who's interested and having a little extra support because, you know, we can spend $20 on, you know, a cup of coffee a week or just buying just random things. But I would really encourage you to spend the $20 and invest in yourself for some quality products, time, and support. So go check that out. And with that being said, I want our kick of motivation and encouragement today to be one and saying that we're not super women. We're not God. And that is perfectly okay. Because as physicians, we have some very hard days. In residency, I remember saying, when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it's really bad. Babies die. Children die. People get hurt. People don't heal. Sometimes it's not the death that's bad, but the bad outcome. Or maybe not even a bad outcome. It's just we don't feel good about the situation. 
Somewhere along the way, we get installed with some software that makes us feel like we're responsible for those bad days, that we're responsible for everyone else's health and well-being. This software made me feel like my entire purpose in life was, I'm going to be a doctor, so that's enough, right? I'm going to be superwoman, so that's enough, right? Well, don't be tricked. Don't be tricked because I've had to reprogram all of that software. And instead of building my identity on being a superwoman physician, you know, I had to start realizing it's not that I'm working harder or longer or healing one more. My identity and my purpose is so much more. I wrote one time in my story about burnout that medicine was never supposed to just be a job. It was supposed to be my calling and it had betrayed me. I think that was because I had went into it with such a great holistic view, but it just got turned onto something else. One of our wellness physician colleagues, Dr. Dyke Dramid, he breaks it down as we are all workaholic, superhero, emotion-free, lone ranger perfectionists. Quite a list, but quite true. And the truth is, you cannot be these things and live a sustainable life. You just can't. You cannot take on someone else's soul. You can help them with your knowledge. You can help to guide them. You can give advice. You can try to perform those procedures that they need. But ultimately, you can only do so much. If you live your life with the burden of the world on your shoulders, you're going to be crushed. So remember, at the end of the day, you have to hand off. Either this is to a call partner, um, another colleague, um, maybe if you're teaching to resident staff, because many times if you don't, that burden just starts to pile up more and more on your back. You have to learn to offload it. And sometimes that even means handing it back to the people we're taking the responsibility from, from other people or from our patients and also from ourselves. So here's what I recommend you do. Say, I have done all I can do. I am now handing this to you. Say it with me again. I have done all I can do. Now I'm handing this to you. So either it's a situation that you have done the utmost and you are telling yourself you have done all you can do and now you're just handing it off into the world and for those results into whatever circumstances and to time to see how this resolves. Or maybe it's an issue that you need to unburden and you need to give it back to the person who's trying to lay it on you or who you're trying to take it from. So remember, you are not superwoman. And that is absolutely okay. And that you can ease your burden by asking others for help and also giving up those things that are no longer yours to be burdened with. Well, that's it for today. We're wrapping up episode number 22. I hope it has been a great encouragement to your heart. And I just want everyone to know out there that you really aren't alone, that there are so many sources of support. You just got to find the special sauce that you enjoy the most. Be it one of my guests coming hang out with me or someone else that you know in the wide, wide world that we live in. Reach out and get support. One little thing that I wanted to tell you all about is I love event planning. I think if I hadn't gone into medicine, I probably would have been some sort of event planner, uh, interior designer, or professional organizers because I love that shit. And before, 
I thought that it was kind of dead and it was no longer in my life. But now I have brought that back in. And I am actually planning for an amazing retreat, May 17, 18, and 19 here in Indiana. So it's called Women in the Wild. It is specifically for women who don't take time for themselves. And they need 48 hours to get away, to have some me time, to interact with nature, and to just be refreshed. Last year, we did it in the fall. We did only 24 hours. And All of our participants said it wasn't enough time, so I'm extending it by the day. If you want to learn more about it, hop over to my website, send me some questions, but if you have any interest whatsoever to get outdoors, to work on yourself, to do a digital detox, because we are not going to have cell phones, this event is going to be for you. So go to the show notes and check out the link so you can learn more about it. So I greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for interacting with me. This has just been an amazing couple of months getting this new podcast launched, talking with all these guests, getting all getting to know all of you out there who are listening to it. And I just cannot thank you enough. So I want you to remember, as always, with our closing thoughts is remember your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye, guys. Bye.